0: Hey, what's up, y'all? Alan Kenny hosts the Blatant Homerism podcast, part of Crimson and Cream Machine and the SB Nation Network podcast here. With football season right around the corner, I figured it was time to uh, maybe talk a little tailgating and grilling. So I've uh, called up grilling guru Malcolm Reed of HowToBarbecueRight.com to talk with us a little bit about how to take your tailgate to the next level and some, just some you know tips for uh, the uh, everyday griller out there. So let's go ahead and uh, welcome Malcolm on. Malcolm, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great, man. How's it going today? Oh, I'm
0: good. I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on. I know I was telling you earlier, but I am a huge fan. Uh I I would I reckon that like probably maybe once once a week, once every other week maybe, I'm I'm out there cooking something that I found on your YouTube channel out on my uh, Kamado Joe. So, uh really excited to have you on, man.
1: Well, thanks, man. It's good to be here. And anytime when come on and talk tailgate and your football, I'm all for it.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome man. Yeah, so uh, the season is you know obviously coming up here pretty soon. We're gonna start you know with college football just in a couple weeks. Um, you know, when it comes to tailgating, what are some of the biggest questions maybe you get from some of the people you know out there who uh, you know, kind of follow your work or who are looking to start doing some good tailgating barbecuing?
1: Uh, well, a lot of the stuff I get is what, what can they do ahead of time to where they you know enjoy the, the tailgate when you're there because. You know, a lot of times we're setting up in parking lots or, or somewhere where there's, you know, you don't have electricity, you don't have access to running water, and you really want to enjoy yourself too. You don't want to just be stuck to the grill the whole time. So that's a lot of the questions that I filled and, you know, and and I just kind of answer those with ways that, that we've done it in the past. And, and so that's that's usually what I tell guys that if you can do a lot of the prep, a lot of the cooking, and when you're getting there, you can, you know, warm stuff up or or, or think of recipes or think of food that, that's that's easy to eat standing around and that's kind of the way that i treat tailgate
0: yeah yeah you know i guess you know first of all though before we get get too much farther tell everybody kind of about what your business there uh at uh how to, how to barbecue right and killer hogs
1: well um we started out kind of as a barbecue team doing competitions and then me and my wife kind of turned it into a full-time jobs running how to barbecue right And of course we make youtube videos we do a podcast and uh you know, we, we developed uh, some sauces and rubs that, that we sell on our website along with some other guys' products too. So it keeps us busy 24 7.
0: Yeah, clearly. So, you know, how many, about how many YouTube videos do you think you've done at this point?
1: Oh, wow. Uh, the last time I checked, it was close to 300. It may be over 300 now. <laughs> <laughs> we've been, we, we looked the other day. Uh, we've been doing this nine years as of June. So we're working on our 10th year creating youtube videos so you know it's been exciting but it doesn't seem like it's been that long either because we're still learning
0: and you're based out of memphis is that right
1: um we live in hernando mississippi which is just oh. across the state line. so memphis is probably what we tell everybody just because everybody knows where that is mm-hmm. but say hernando nobody knows hernando
0: yeah <laughs> yeah no i'm with you i'm with you man well cool well um what would you say is the most popular video you've done or, uh, you know, kind of recipe or dish that, that's out there?
1: Um, it's probably ribs or tomahawk ribeye. Mm-hmm. But, you know, any time we throw up like a competition style rib video or, or pork butt, something along, brisket even, along those, you know, those the big meats lines, they always get, you know, millions of views. But the tomahawk ribeye is one that shocked me. And I think it's over four million views on it. I mean, I, I guess it has that wow factor being that monster steak yeah. up on you know, the bone that's you know two foot long. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So there's one that you do. I think it's called. I, I call it the bacon explosion. Right? Do you know the one I'm talking about? It's it's shaped kind of like a football. Did you come up with that one on your own, or did you get that recipe from someone else?
1: No, that was that was something that um, I guess it got circulated around. I mean. You know, it started out, people doing sausages, or we call them sausage fatties, where you Mm -hmm. just take some ground pork or ground beef, and it can be a combo of both, you mix it up with some seasonings, and you cook it a lot like a meatloaf or something on the grill. Well, it it started circulating, people were wrapping it and baking and so I took that and ran with it, kind of created my own version of it, and it's really good. I mean, it's... Probably your heart,
0: Doctor, will hate you for eating it. But <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. For those of you that don't know, you it's – You
1: can't beat it with the bacon and the sausage and the sauce, the glaze, and the seasonings. It's fantastic. Oh yeah.
0: oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, basically what uh, what we're talking about here is, uh, you know, uh, like Malcolm described, like, you know, a, a meatloaf, but it's got cream cheese and jack cheese and diced jalapeno in the middle. And, uh, you know, and then it's wrapped in bacon on the outside of the sausage. meat. I mean, it is something to behold, man.
1: Yeah, that's one, that's one that's always a favorite come football time. That's, we, well, you know, I try yeah. to do some football-friendly fo- foods every year, and that's always one that, that really gets a, a lot of people's attention.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, it has made me a, a celebrity in my neighborhood. Whenever we're having to get-together, if I ever do one of those, man, uh, I get a lot of requests to bring it to uh, different events and stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I thank you for that. You've really helped my Q score around the uh, neighborhood here. I guess what another question would be: What do you think are some of the best dishes for making for football season?
1: Well, you know, I like to bring stuff that you can that you can eat with your hands, or that you can you know stand around. Whether it's you got a beer in one hand and you're eating with the other, so things like uh, you know sausages are great. Uh, we do a lot of uh, uh, bacon wrap jalapenos. You see them called different things: ABTs, atomic. Tumac buffalo turds yeah what that's stored <laughs> yeah. for those are always really popular you know I'm a chicken wing junkie so I love mm. doing wings uh, you know ribs can even be good for tailgates but um, I, you' try to stay away from anything that really requires a long cook time or you know just a lot of hands to eat it if you know if you've got to have a plate in one hand and a fork and napkins and all that that's tough when you're around a tailgate but if you got something you can stand around and, and grab a quick bite of while you're you know Hanging out with your buddies. That's what's fun to be.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, again, talking with Malcolm Reed of uh, howtobarbecueright.com. Uh, what would you say is maybe the ideal, like, you know, grill or, or setup for, for tailgating? You know, I mean, what would you take if you've got to go set up uh, in a parking lot somewhere?
1: Well, you know, usually if I'm going to do a tailgate or something, I'm probably just going to have a simple charcoal grill whether it's a, just a standard Weber, like 22-inch Weber kettle, or um, the PK grill is one that we take to these steak contests we do that are really, really portable. Um, anything that you can kind of close the vents off, kill the fire, go to the game, come back, you know, have a little ash bucket where you can dump it out, and then put it back all in itself, contained, and put it in the truck, it makes it really easy. So that's kind of the way I try to, you know, tell guys to go. You're not really... Dragging some big smokers out, something that you're going to be cooking a long time on, and you don't have power a lot of times, so you're not bringing pellet grills or anything like that. So, if you can just think of like a portable, um, you know, Weber or something that they make excellent, excellent grills, and you can do a lot with those. Whether it's you know reheating something that you've cooked, like a two-zone fire, or if you're direct grilling, you can do it on a, just a standard charcoal grill.
0: Yeah. So you've got a ton of different grills though at home, right, or uh, smokers, right?
1: Yeah, I think my last count's like twenty six or something. Wow, man!
0: <laughs> Do you have one that you recommend to people? That's a nice kind of like all around uh, setup.
1: Well, it just depends on you know what you're doing with it. If you're if you're cooking at home and you're not going to move it, you want versatility with one grill. It's hard to beat the the ceramic style, like the big green eggs or the Primos. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different ones on the market, but you can you know you can cook low and slow for doing. You know, uh, pork butts and brisket, or you can cook hot and fast. Whether you're, you know you're cooking pizzas or direct grilling, you've got so much versatility with those. But if you want something easy, the pellet grill is kind of the way to go because you can do a lot with those. It's kind of like an extension of a, of an oven. You can not only can you you know barbecue on them, you can bake. You can do a lot of things with those. Um, if I had to pick one, I only had one smoker, it would probably be uh, the egg or a drum or something like that that I can really get some good flavor on.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Now you've also kind of moved into uh, some of the like cocktails and stuff like that, right?
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not scared to mix a good one. So yeah, I've added I've added some of those. You know, anytime I can work a, an excuse to work a drink a drink in with my videos, it lets me do a little day drinking. I'm okay with
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. So, uh, what would you like? What What would What would be a good football season type drink in for you?
1: Well, we start out with Bloody Marys in the morning, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, there's a lot of people got their own little mix for Bloody Marys for the tomato juice part. I'm I'm kind of a keep it simple, the zing zang man, and just spice it up with the, like a little Bloody Mary bar. I like to have a little extra Worcestershire and hot sauce and, you know, the horseradish, all the little things you can, you can add to a Bloody Mary to kind of make it, I guess you'd call it a Chicago style or a New Orleans style. I've had different takes on them, but that's what we always start our mornings with. Then we usually, as you know, the heat of the day goes on. You're drinking a few cold beers, and then when it gets towards the afternoon, that's when the, the brown liquor comes
0: out. <laughs> yeah,
1: you start getting into the whiskey and the bourbon. So I, I'm not, you know, I'm not making fancy drinks or anything. I'm just making drinks that I like to, to, to have.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you know, do you do much tailgating
1: yourself? Um, you know, I try to, but in these barbecue cooks that we do, it's like one big tailgate anyway. Yeah, we just have a cooking contest, So I mean, I'm pretty much tailgating all the time. But yeah, we're uh, we're uh, uh Ole Miss. Well, my house is kind of a house divided. I, I went to Ole Miss, and my wife went to Mississippi State. So, <laughs> so we, you know, we try. We don't get as often as we'd like, but we we try to get to a few games. And you know, we always have big tailgates at those two schools.
0: How are you feeling about the Rebels this year?
1: Oh man, it's a sore subject.
0: Oh yeah,
1: I'm kind of scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We got but We got too many young players. It's going to be a hard year. But quarterback situation shaky, and I don't know, man. If we if we can get two or three wins, we'll be too <laughs> good. <But laughs> yeah, you know, well, you like yeah. to say, hey, we're going to go, you know, six and six, and shout at it, but it ain't. It's not looking too good. Now Mississippi State, on the other hand, they're they're probably going to make a pretty good run. I don't yeah. know if they got anything, Bama, but they ought to yeah. do okay in the in the West
0: yeah absolutely but you know they say tailgating at the grove is undefeated you know so
1: oh man that's exactly right <laughs> you always win that one there's no doubt about it <laughs> yeah
0: so let me ask you something else your your recipes for the most part are they stuff that you've come up with or you kind of try and experiment or did you do you learn them do you get them from other people like how how do you go about uh kind of uh you know building that portfolio
1: well i create them but you know i'm a i'm one of these guys that grew up watching food network and you know i always mm. had cook my mom had cookbooks my grandmother had cookbooks so i kind of got this cookbook addiction going to where I, you know, I see stuff and as you go out to restaurants i just you know try to recreate things i've seen and and basically what i do is try to you know take something put my spin on it or make it better and then i try to translate it to something that you can cook outside on a grill and you know i've always had this passion for sharing what i've done so that's kind of you know what gets me going on it and Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the recipes are stuff that I've, that I've practiced and tried to get, you know, make perfect. And then occasionally we'll throw in stuff that's first time tries. And those are the ones that are kind (laughs) of (laughs) iffy.
0: Yeah. So the, uh, stuff like the baking explosion or something like that. I mean, how many times do you say you practice that before you've actually gone and, and filmed the video on it?
1: Um, you know, I probably cooked that one a dozen times or more. That's a pretty popular one. Um, most of them, you know, I've done several, several times. They're not just brand new. Mm. And then, so, I mean, it's kind of hard to, to just come up with an idea and do it for the first time and make it look decent. So, yeah, and yeah. Know where it's going, you know, so I, I have to, to kind of practice at them. That's kind of our approach. I'll get an idea and we'll keep a running list going, and then I'll start cooking that recipe and, you know, either trying it with my family first, usually, and then whoever comes over friend-wise or wherever, I'll, I'll ask them what they think about it, or I might try it in a contest, see how the judges react, and then I'll turn it into um, a YouTube video.
0: What's your favorite kind of contest?
1: Oh, man, I'd probably have to say Memphis in May, where um, you know you pick one meat, that's all you get to cook, and you give it your best shot, and you have judges that actually judge it blind, but they also sit down in front of you, and they judge you on site where they see your grill, they see how you're seasoning and preparing everything, and then they taste it right in front of you, and you get to explain to them why it's blowing their mind. Those, <laughs> are, those are my favorite kind.
0: Yeah, do they do like, you know, uh, presentation and texture and all that stuff?
1: Oh, yeah, it's all judged on, you know, the area, the personal appearance, um, how well you, you know, explain what you're doing. Of course, the appearance of the entry, the taste of it, the tenderness of it, and then overall. So there's, you know, we've got several, several different criteria that you get scored on. And that's kind of how they divide it out. When you've got over 300 teams cooking a contest, you have to, you know, it it gets down to the decimal a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So so they need all those categories to, to score you
0: yeah yeah well so you know kind of wrapping up here you know you, you mentioned you know if you get a, a ceramic maybe if you're just kind of starting off you know for for your grilling but what would be like a tip in terms of technique or uh you know stuff that you're doing that you would say is you know really kind of vitally important for any first time or not not even first time but you know kind of beginning smoker or griller that uh, you'd want to give them?
1: Well, I don't care what kind of grill it is. When you first get one, you need to learn how to run the fire, learn how, you know, learn how the hot spots are on the cooking grate, learn how to, you know, to load it, learn how to put some wood on it, make it smoke, get it seasoned in before you ever put any meat on it. That's what I always recommend people do. Learn that pit because it doesn't matter what it is. As long as you learn how, you know, learn how to put the fire in it, learn how to control it, how to adjust your dampers, you know if you're getting your tips down what you want to run it as once you got all that you can cook anything if you if you can control whatever kind of pit or grill it is you can cook just about anything you want because it's all time and temperature
0: yeah cool cool well hey before we go man uh plug your stuff for me
1: well <laughs> no, thanks so uh, yeah you can find us on how to barbecue right youtube instagram facebook and twitter uh, you know I'm, I'm on all of those so you can uh check out our rubs and sauces and we uh, me and my wife Rochelle do a podcast every week that are, it's on all the podcast outlets if you'd like to tune in and, and hear us talking kind of behind the scenes of what we do <laughs>
0: well <laughs> I'm telling you yeah uh, no, man, it's it's great stuff. And it's really, you know, it, Malcolm really makes it uh, simple for, you know, and you know, the, the kind of layman like me who's just kind of, you know, doing this, uh, you know, on the side and everything like that, uh, to really uh, understand. So uh, he's been a great resource for me. And I highly recommend all his videos and uh, everything else that he uses to, uh, you know, kind of make your barbecuing, take your barbecuing and grilling game up to another level. So really happy to have had him on Malcolm. Thanks so much, man, for joining us.
1: Hey, man, I enjoyed it. Let's do it again sometime.
0: Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks again to Malcolm Reed of com for coming on the show and giving us some tips on how to take your grilling and tailgating game to the next level. And thanks to you all for joining us, too. Uh, if you're liking what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. For the Blayton Homers and Podcasts, I'm Alan Kenny. Take it easy.